Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome into episode number 31 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Well, great to be back here with you this week. I hope everyone has had a fantastic week and getting settled into the year 2021. Hard to believe that we're here, but uh, glad we've left 2020 behind us. I hope everyone is staying safe out there and uh, you're getting back acclimated to being back uh, in the work week or if you're back uh, actually in person at work, then I hope you're uh, staying safe there and that's all going well. If you're still working virtual or if you're always going to be working virtual, I hope you're getting settled back in there as well. But uh, as always, just really want to say thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for uh, all that you all do out there to help make uh, this podcast a success. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Duke ATX, who left a review this week. Incredibly approachable. Dr. Darren is giving gifts, incredible life lessons in a very approachable and applicable way. I've had a few personal aha moments while listening to this podcast. And uh, so Duke ATX, thank you so much for taking time to uh, like that and review it and give it five stars uh, on iTunes. And uh, we just continue to encourage you all if if, um, this podcast means something to you and it's it's been good information, I just would encourage you to do the same. Take a few minutes, uh, subscribe, and then like and review it and and share it with someone because that's really the way that um, these downloads continue to uptick uh, each and every week and uh, just continue to see the growth is because of word of mouth and because people like you uh, really like the podcast and like the content. So just wanted to say a big uh, thank you and and a shout out there to Duke ATX. So this week we're going to talk about don't take it personally. So don't take things so personally. How many of you out there struggle with taking things personally when it's said by either a boss, particularly a coworker, maybe it's a spouse? You know, a lot of times that uh, when we when we take things uh, personally when they're said to us, it's it's the people that mean the most to us, or it's the people that we feel like we have to impress. Or it's the people that we feel like we need to live up to or live up to their expectations. And so we have this feeling of, of taking it personally. You'll see it a lot when I work with, uh, with other clients uh, who are married. see it a lot in a marriage relationship where, you know, once you've been married for a certain amount of time, all of a sudden you, you start bringing all of these other conversations that have happened in the past into the conversation that you currently have. And so it could have been something that happened four or five or six years ago, and you remember that they said this in this particular situation, and all of a sudden it has nothing to do with what's going on right now. It has to do with what happened five or six years ago, and so what do you do? You take it, you take it personally. You lash out or you... Uh, you you feel uh, you feel emotionally charged with whatever the conversation is, and it could be right. It could be very insignificant. Um, you guys out there that deal with this know exactly what I'm talking about. Talked with a guy last night, going through this same situation. His wife wants to uh, to do uh, this certain improvement in the home. He doesn't want this to happen in the home, 
And it really has nothing to do with what she wants to do in the home. It has to do with him feeling like she's being controlled. He's being controlled by her. And so with that, what does he do? He takes every little thing that she says about this particular project, he takes it personally. And it's very difficult for him to see that, you know, this isn't about this one particular thing. This is really about a lot of different things that have that have culminated into this particular time. And so this week I want to just help you to be able to take that edge off um, from taking those things so personally. And if if you if you've been in these situations where, you know, it's it's a boss and a boss comes in and a boss says, you know, you've got this project that you've done and you've worked really hard on this project and you feel like you've put a lot of, of effort into this project and you feel like you've done it as well as you could possibly do. And your boss comes in and he says, well, you know, or she says, you know, this one particular paragraph in this project, which just happened to be, you know, 12 pages, but there's one particular uh, paragraph that that, you know, she just wanted you to tweak just a little bit. And all of a sudden, what do you do? You get defensive, right? You get worked up. You want to say, well, wait a minute. I spent so much time on this. And you take it personally. Instead of where the alternate reaction to that could be, oh, what? She's trying to help me. She wants this project to be as good as I want it to be, right? She wants this to be the best piece of work that we can put out into the world, and so she thinks that if I make this little tweak to this one paragraph in this 12-page presentation, that it will be better. But why do we take it so personally? Well, we take it personally because we feel like we want to be, we want to be perfect. We feel like that it is insulting, right, our integrity if, 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 we, if we acquiesce to making this change. And life is so much better, and life is so much sweeter, and life is so much more uh, powerful for yourself when you are able to understand that you are giving your power away when you're taking things so personally because of what someone else says. And so what do we do? So you, you, let's go back to the, the spouse conversation, or if you want to stay with the boss conversation, I'll, I'll give you two two different scenarios, right? You go back to your boss conversation and, and you've you've had four or five years of work with this particular boss and you're like, oh, he's so nitpicky, right? She's so nitpicky. Of course, she's going to find something about it. I can never turn one thing in that's just right. So you're bringing this, you're bringing this to the conversation before you ever get there. Same thing with your spouse, right? It's like, I can never do something well enough. And so you take that personally. So what we do, our brains are always scanning for the negative, right? Our brains are always looking for the negative. Your brain doesn't come in and you see your spouse and your spouse says something to you and you're like, oh yeah, life's great. It's okay. You can get on me, but I don't mind, right? No, our brains are always scanning. And so if we're not being intentional about what we're thinking and if we're not living in the present and we're not staying in tune to that we're not bringing something else into this conversation, then it's very easy for us to get offended. It's very easy for us to feel hurt. It's very easy for us to deflect everything back on the other person instead of taking some time and just being curious about it and saying, oh, I wonder if this could be helpful. 
And so as our brain scans for that negative, right, it's kind of like you, you've heard the story when you, when you want a car, you want a particular car, and all of a sudden what happens? You start seeing that particular car all over the road. You thought, I never even noticed that car before. Now you're seeing that car with that particular make, that particular model, and that particular color that you're looking for. Why? Because your brain is scanning for that. I'll give you another personal example that happened to me this past week. I've got a particular pullover that I really like. It's a, it's a soft pullover. It's a little different color than what I normally wear. I like to play golf in it. Uh, but it's just, it's just a nice, soft pullover. It's become actually probably my favorite pullover. And so I'm scanning the closet uh, last week, and I'm thinking, okay, I want to wear this. We were going out to eat somewhere, I don't know. Um, and, you know, it was raining. I thought, I want to wear this pullover, and I'll put this jacket on, and then I'll be good to go. So I scanned my closet for the pullover. No pullover. Can't find it. I'm like, it's my favorite pullover. Where is my pullover? So I scanned the closet again. Can't find it. So I choose another one where we go on our merry way. Come back a day later, and I'm like, I think I'll wear that pullover today. It's Again, it's been cool here in Atlanta, so I thought I'll wear that pullover. So what do I do? I scan my closet. Where's my pullover? And then I think it hits me. Oh, yeah. My pullover is still in my golf bag from the last time I played golf because I took that pullover off, and I put it in my golf bag. I know exactly where the pocket is or what pocket it's in. No big deal. I'll get my pullover. So I forget about it a day, day or two goes by and I, I come back in the garage and I go in and I look and I get to my golf bag and I'm like, oh, I want to get my pullover because I need to wash it now because it's been in my golf bag, so on and so forth. I unzip the golf bag and I reach in to get the pullover and it's not there. So now my brain's going crazy again, right? And it's looking for evidence again of why my pullover is not there. So it starts going, oh, did I leave it at the golf course? Surely I didn't leave it in the golf cart. I know I don't have, it's not in the dirty clothes because I've washed all the dirty clothes. Where, where is that pullover? I cannot believe I've lost the pullover, right? Scanning for that evidence, scanning for that evidence. Now I'm, now I'm taking it personally on myself because I thought I've lost my pullover. So what do I do? I think, oh, wait a minute, let's get curious. Could I have overlooked it in the closet? Especially the second time because I'd already convinced myself that it was where. Right, it was in my golf bag. So I go back to my closet. I start on the right-hand side, and I go one by one, and about four in, there's that pullover. And what's crazy about it is there's no chance I would have seen that pullover if I had not settled myself down, got curious about my closet, right? got curious about where that pullover could actually be, and not assumed that it was in that golf bag. Not assumed that it was not there because I hadn't taken the time to put it back. Not assumed, right, that it wasn't in its proper place. And that's exactly what we do to our spouse and to our boss and to our friend and to our kids when we take things personally. We scan the room, right, for all of the evidence that tells us why we should be offended here instead of going, wait a minute, maybe this is in the current closet. Maybe it has nothing to do with an outside force. Maybe it has nothing to do with what happened in the past. This all has to do with what's going on right now. So 
what can you do instead of shutting down or instead of talking back to them and lashing out and getting in a fight, getting in an argument, right? Instead of working yourself up because of something you say, because of the way you interpret something they say. You know, this is the other thing that's interesting. Think about a time where your spouse, your significant other has said something to you that has just set you off, right? They've said something like, and I like to use this example because I think it does resonate with, with men out there. They, they ask you, and it can even be in a nice way, but they ask you to do something, right, that you just, you're just not in the mood to do right then. It could be they ask you to take the garbage out. It could be they ask you to wash the dishes. It could be they ask you to clean out a shelf on the refrigerator. It could be anything, right? It doesn't matter what it is. And think about how you react to that question when it's your spouse. Now, conversely, think about how you react to that question when it's someone that you respect, maybe at work, or when it's a best friend, or when it's somebody that you don't have that same, you know, past connection with that you're bringing something to the conversation that's not really there. Somebody at work just says, hey, can you get the garbage? Can you help me take the garbage out? What do you say? Sure, let me help you get the garbage. I'd love to help, right? Can you help clean up the kitchen today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me help get you know, the workers situated, and then I'll help you get, clean up the kitchen. What's the difference? The difference is how we think about the person that is on the other side of us. And how we think about how we want to be, right? And how we want to show up in our own lives to that person. And so for some of you out there, just knowing that in general will help give you some relief because you can be like, wait a minute, I'm just doing this because of what I'm bringing to this conversation with my spouse. From a conversation or from many conversations of, you know, build up of years. And so... That alone can help you, okay, just knowing that. But here are, some, here are some practical steps that you can take the next time you feel yourself taking something personally. And it can be taking something personally, again, from your spouse, from your kids, from your parents, from your coworker, from your boss, you name it, these will work. The first is to start to be aware. Start to be aware that this is happening and that you are allowing it to happen. And when you notice yourself getting, getting, you know, a little sarcastic or you get a feeling inside of you that's like, wait a minute, what, what is that feeling? Why am I feeling angst here? Why am I feeling that I've done something wrong? Why do I feel that I've done something wrong? And why do I feel like I need to prove differently? Why am I taking this so personally? So become aware. Ask yourself, ask yourself, would this person be trying to hurt me? Be curious. Like when you're in a marriage relationship, if that person, if your spouse is trying to hurt you, then you need to think about reassessing that relationship, right? But if that person's not trying to hurt you and they're not being intentional about hurting you, ask yourself why you would take it personally. Same thing with your boss or same thing with your spouse, same thing with your kid. Now, if, if it's a situation where it's someone that's outside and they are trying to hurt you, then you can say, okay, wait a minute. 
am I making this about me or am I making this about them? Because in relationships, remember, you can choose how you feel about them regardless. And if you feel like it's something that, that they really are trying to hurt you, then you can decide that you might want to set a boundary there and even remove yourself from that relationship if you can do that and if you can do that in, a, in an easy manner. So number three, or two, so first, be aware, ask yourself, would this person hurt you? And then three, could they be meaning something else by it? Like the way you interpret what they say and what they really said, ask yourself, could they be meaning something? And this is a great moment to ask them. And you don't do it in a demeaning way. You don't do it in a sarcastic way. You just say, hey, can, I, can you help me? Can you give me some clarification? What, what did you mean by that? What did you mean when you said X, Y, Z? Because it, it, it didn't sit real well with me, and I just want to make sure that I heard and I felt what you meant for me to hear and what you meant for me to feel. So could they be meaning something different? And then number four, ask yourself, is it true? Is it true? So go back to the example I gave about the paragraph with the presentation and the boss. You ask yourself, is it true? Okay, could it be true that if I make this shift in this paragraph that this presentation is going to get better? And be honest with yourself. And if it is, make the adjustment and move on down the road, right? And what are you, a great question to ask yourself, what are you making it mean? If it is true, right? What are you making that mean? Are you making that mean that you're not worthy, that you're not a good enough employee, that you're not a good enough spouse? What are you making it mean? And you get to choose and you get to decide how you want to show up, how you want to move forward, and how you want to impact yourself in terms of how you are in the relationship, right? Just by saying that, when you say, is it true? Is there something here that can actually help me? Can this help me become a better version of myself? You know, and always through this, when you're going through these steps, remember to breathe, You know, that seems funny, but think about all of the stuff that we've talked about with your feelings and when you get all worked up. And so when you're getting worked up and when you feel like either you've done something wrong or you feel like, you know, you know that this is happening and you know you're getting ready to take this personally, notice where you're feeling it. Breathe and then go through these steps and you will begin to find clarity not only in that relationship and what's going on right then, but you'll begin to find clarity in why you are taking things personally in the first place. And what it will do, my friends, is it will give you such relief when you don't have to walk around on eggshells with your spouse or you don't have to feel like you have to be perfect with your boss and you know that you can just be you. You are good holy and worthy as yourself you can assess the situation and then you can make the best decision for you as you move forward thank you so much for joining me this week i'd love to talk to you i'd love to work with you one-on-one reach out 
drdarrenwilson at gmail.com, D-R-D-A-R-I-N Wilson at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Love to have a one-on-one chat with you. Would love to help you make 2021 the best year you've ever had. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.